Chapter 1 Winter 2065 in Greenland was as cold and miserable as the last 29 winters she had experienced. But this one was special. This winter, Sedna couldn't be just a mage. If things went as planned, she would become the leader of her tribe. She didn't know how big of an if it was, but she would just have to deal with it as it came to her. She squinted, looking more carefully at the golden sculpture of a scorpion. She had thought it would be much bigger than this, but it was just slightly larger than her palm. The eyes of the scorpion flashed like fire. She shook her head and blinked. When she looked again, the eyes were back to normal. She sighed. She had averaged three hours of sleep a day in the last two weeks. It obviously had consequences. Afton had been training her for over a year now to ready her for the leadership. Her combat skills and her ability to control her energy as a mage had improved a lot. He said she was now ready to take what was rightfully hers. The scorpion sculpture was the first step toward the power. The shiny golden sculpture of a scorpion with a ring of diamonds wrapped around its neck stared back at her. She was a professional picker, and she had been making a good living from it. She had a knack for valuable artifacts. She knew their worth, their authenticity, and most importantly, their potential profits. Something was wrong with this sculpture. If it was a fake, it was a damn good one but Afton wouldn't use unreliable sources of information. She turned around to look at the well-dressed man waiting patiently next to her. This looks interesting, Mr. Quinn. I need to make a phone call. Mr. Quinn nodded and exited the room. Sedna pulled out her phone. I'm unsure about this one, but it looks authentic. Looking authentic isn't enough, Sedna. I need you to know with certainty. We can't afford to make a mistake. Afton, if you'll make me choose, I'd say it's real. I'm a damn good picker, and I've been doing this for years. The only reason I'm not sure about this one is that my gut is telling me there's something wrong. So, apart from your gut feelings, your professional judgment about the item is that it's authentic? Sedna sighed. Yes, I would say so. Well, that's good enough for me. You shouldn't trust me so much, she mumbled. What? Nothing. She hung up the phone. Mr. Quinn entered the room and approached Sedna, waiting for an answer. She looked at him and said, All right, I like what I see. I'll go talk to my boss. We'll arrange a place for the exchange. She returned for a last look at the sculpture. She supposed her gut feelings didn't qualify a suspicion. They needed this merchandise. She snorted softly at the way Afton called it merchandise. Why should he disguise the fact that they were going for the leadership of the tribe? As far as she was concerned, her mage tribe was fair and righteous. She would be the rightful leader if she lived up to it. And Afton supported her. That was all that counted. But before she could say anything further to Mr. Quinn, she heard the muffled sound of a gunshot, and a bullet pierced through the glass window, so hard and fast that it punctured the glass without breaking the entire window. Blood and brains splattered both her and the sculpture of the scorpion. 
Someone had shot the old man. The bullet had pierced his skull from the left temple to the right. She ducked to the floor just before a bullet hit the cabinet behind where her head had been. She reached up and grabbed the sculpture, then scrambled on all fours across the floor. More bullets whizzed through the room, hitting the furniture. She pushed the side door open and raced across the slippery, snowy backyard. Damn it! She had parked her car in the front. She started to turn around, but bullets sprayed in her direction again. Trying to get to the front was a stupid move. She turned back around and darted through the snow of the dark national park. She dialed Afton, putting her phone on hands-free so she could talk while she ran. She could hear footsteps behind her. More bullets. Her own footsteps. She ran and ran. Afton picked up the phone. Someone shot at me, she shouted.